0: Hey everyone, welcome to What Are You Watching? I'm Alex Withrow and wow, I've done some solo episodes, done about a hundred with my best man Nick Dosal, but this is the first time that I have had a guest without Nick. It is a guest our audience will be familiar with. The great Dan Bracy is here. How you doing, Dan? I'm doing spectacular, Alex. How Spectac- are you doing? Oh God, I'm just perfect. I'm just great. Everything's all good. Talk to Nick about this. You know, after we crossed over a hundred episodes, I went, there's this whole, you know, the movies Nick and I talk about are movies that I love and he and I agree on the ones we're going to discuss, but there I have so many different facets to my movie freak dumb to the things I'm obsessed with. And one of those is Joe Dante, the great, director Joe Dante, in particular, Gremlins 2, the new batch. And the reason why you are here doing this with me is because we both love Joe Dante. And this is one, if not the movie that you and I share together, Gremlins 2. I'm so excited about this.
1: It's one of the best sequels ever made.
0: <laughs> I mean, it might be one of my favorite sequels ever made. It's such... I mean, it, Dante always sets it up as uh, the most unnecessary of all sequels. It's very unconventional. I love that we're not doing like a deep dive on the first one we we're just going straight to this great satire Gremlins 2. But yeah, that's by way of introducing you and why you're here and why Nick isn't. And, you know, we're just going to jump right in.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I told you this earlier, but uh, I was lucky enough to see a Gremlins 2, pod, Gremlins 2 screen in Hollywood oh uh, years ago at the, the old Egyptian theater, my favorite theater. Yes. And Joe Dante did a Q&A, and he just talked about Uh, He just kept talking about how he made the Gremlins movie to end all Gremlins movies, right? Because you can't. Where you? I mean, I don't know. He did everything. You can't go anywhere else from there. I am fine with it. He he's done with it. I don't need a trilogy. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Don't need a third one. It's he did it, but he you could tell he was just yeah total carte blanche. We talked about this. Yep, yep. Um, And he
0: uh, yeah he nailed it. He I mean he totally did. First of all, I'm so jealous. I didn't. If you told me you went to that Q and A, I forgot it was. I, think I don't know I if just I just left LA. Oh my god, it was, I was so round. jealous. Yeah, Ugh. that is that's amazing. I would love. It. I mean, he does these sometimes. You've sent me like messages going, he's doing a Q&A. and A, and I'm like, should I fly out <sighs> for it? I'm tempted. I'm real, real tempted. I feel like they did the Burbs recently or something. With and him. He showed up. I don't. I think so. Yeah. I mean, this is why I love him, and we're gonna talk about all this. Like, he's this is a guy who was born in the Hollywood studio system. He had a big start with Roger Corman. Did so many small jobs for that before he starts directing features. And he's a person who's been around forever and just knows the old Hollywood studio system, knows how to work within it, shoot movies on sets. A lot of them are kind of intentional B movies and they're just supposed to be fun. This isn't a guy who's trying to win Oscars. He has these great cameos. I love Joe Dante, but yeah, the Gremlins 2, the new batch is my favorite Dante. I feel like every diehard Dante fan, this is this is your favorite. And then you go with like, you know, everything under Gremlins too. But yes, he did have carte blanche to make this. He didn't really want to do a sequel. No, it kind of sounds like he didn't even necessarily want to do the first one. Like it didn't sound Mm -hmm. like it was his type of style. And then they just begged him. Could you give us a sequel? Could you give us a sequel? Because they kept trying and no one wanted to do it. They kept trying
1: and they kept failing. And then they kept going back to Joe. And then obviously he's like, I'll only do it if you give me total control, total control, more money. (laughs)
0: he did it. He nailed it. Oh, my God. It's hilarious. I mean, before we get to Gremlins 2, I do want to talk a little bit about our love for Joe Dante and kind of go through just the work really quick because then that'll take us to Gremlins 2. But like I said, he's a student of Roger Corman. I just mentioned Roger Corman Mm -hmm. on this podcast because Marty Scorsese had a chance to make a movie for him, Boxcar Bertha, his second film. But yeah, Joe Dante is one of these one of these guys, and he just starts He starts out with Hollywood Boulevard, which is like his first kind of feature. I love this movie, this exploitation movie about, I don't even know. Just I mean, like I, I've, seen all, I've seen all, I've
1: seen, I can honestly also say, because you obviously watch a lot more movies than I do. Sure. But I think Dante is the first director I've ever watched every single one of their movies. Every movie, yeah. I don't think I've ever done that before. Oh, I've seen cool. Hollywood Boulevard yeah. once. Once, but yeah. I. I think I was too
0: high. Yeah. Uh-huh. Understandably, <laughs> so, understandably.
1: so um I don't really remember a lot of it, but yeah. I did
0: see it. Oh I my just God, don't remember hilarious. anything about it. Yeah, yeah. I, the song I used to introduce the episode Truckin' and fucking. <laughs> everybody's doing it now that's what it's from uh god and piranha we love piranha i also saw piranha also a little high a little but yeah. yes
1: um piranha was great I'm sensing a theme here uh, piranha is great. there is a theme but i i break <laughs> it i break this i break it um but yeah piranha was great i mean and all it's these just movies so
0: stupid it's that's what i mean all these <laughs> movies hold up because some parts are just so dumb the only thing yeah. i
1: remember of piranha from piranha is the, it kept cutting back to the quick cuts of the fish biting.
0: Yeah. And it's just this, I was like,
1: is this the same footage over and over? Probably. Which I was fine with.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what he does. He'll, he'll, Use footage from other movies if he gets permission. Like, oh my god, the fact that
1: they even like they remade Piranha with Dreyfus in the beginning, Mm -hmm. and it's Mm -hmm. just the fact that they had enough
0: history and enough B movie clout to be remade to do it. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. and that's technically James Cameron's first credited movie, Piranha Two. Yeah, but I'm but I'm
1: saying the remake they made. Yes, yes. Oh, you're right. You're right. The remake. Dreyfus was in it. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, it's hilarious. The Howling comes next. We both love that movie. I I just well, the the Howling. Here's the theme. Uh, The first time I watched The
1: Howling, I was very high and didn't remember it. And then I (laughs) rewatched it a couple days ago, just because I needed to rewatch it. It's more violent than I remember it to be. I loved, I loved it. It just, uh, it was a great werewolf movie. Um, Here's a fun fact that I don't. You said you didn't. You might not know. Uh Um, The Howling came out in 1981. Yes, I have this written down on my phone.
0: Okay,
1: Uh, it was (laughs) the first of three werewolf movies to come out that year. Okay, so American Werewolf in London has Ameri- to be one. The Howling came out in March Did- of 81. Let me get. American Werewolf came out in August of 81. There was a movie in July. It's that- not Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf. No. It's super too early for Teen I've Wolf. I've never heard of it. Wolfen.
0: <laughs> Wolfen. Wolfen? Wolfen. Haven't heard of Wolfen. 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 Wolfen haven't seen it. Haven't heard of it. No. A- 81.
1: Big for Didn- the Werewolf. Big werewolf, th- big werewolf year. Yeah. But yeah, um, I, yeah, I like The Howling. It was just, it was. His first R wasn't it? You said
0: no. Piranha was oh. well. Hollywood Boulevard, Piranha, and The Howling are all. But R. after The Howling, everything went. Below he doesn't an do R. an R until his last movie, which is crazy. Yeah, he does PG. Like his next is Gremlins, nineteen eighty four. Mm-hmm. PG Gremlins and the second Indiana Jones movie are responsible for the creation of the PG thirteen rating. Yeah, Gremlins is pretty violent. It's PG. It's pretty scary. I love it. I love yes. it. <laughs> Explorers comes in nineteen eighty five. One of the great uh, unfinished movies. I really, really. It's so funny. I, I also want to say that, like, part of the reason that you're on this podcast, I guess I should have said this up front, obviously, is that I've always been a fan of Joe Dante. Mm-hmm. So have you. But then when we figure this out, I think it was in COVID. You were like, what do you think of Gremlins 2? And I went, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Oh, I don't remember. The best. And then I started, I immediately, like, watched it and then bought the Blu-ray and I went. Oh, my God, I did not understand this when I was a kid. I didn't understand oh. all this satire. So, the, so like, my relationship, my newfound love for Joe Dante, even though I had love, but my newfound, like, obsession, I can credit you with being responsible oh, for well, that. well, thank you. I, oh, yeah, of course. Thank uh, you. Thank you.
1: No, Gremlins 2 is just – Oh, my God. I always have a – I've had a saying, and you know this. It's just when I'm watching Gremlins 1 – I always say to myself at least once while I'm watching Gremlins One, I'm like, oh, I could be watching Gremlins Two.
0: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's just, exactly. It's just I'd so much too. better. Yeah, yeah. It's so uh, funny. We just watched it. We just, we just watched it. it, I guess. it. Yeah. yeah. I, we both seen it a bunch, but we just watched it together, which was great. So, Explorers 1985. Explorers is good. Movie. He didn't get to finish it and release it anyway. Very, very strange. Inner Space. I always had like. Martin Short's great. Martin Short's great. Dennis Quaid. I always had like a dream as a kid that I. Could, could do that. Like I had a recurring dream that like I could go inside someone and like kind of control it and see it. I didn't realize it was from this movie. So I clearly saw this movie like as a kid, and it just. Well, I didn't know it was Dante, Dante. Yeah, until oh, yeah. I rewatched it. I think I
1: rewatched it less than a year ago. Yeah,
0: I watched it in like 20, 21, 22. Yeah, it's so.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Ugh. It's so but Martin good.
0: Short's just the perfect choice for that. He's so good, but yeah,
1: uh, yeah, Dennis Quaid's great. But yeah, it's just uh, I didn't know. Again, didn't know it was uh, Dante. I didn't either. But uh, yeah, I don't. Also, don't think that movie gets a lot of credit.
0: I don't think a lot of these movies Interspace. get a lot of credit really. Yeah. Like inner space is hysterical. It's really inventive. Mm-hmm. It's just good. And then the burbs, 1989
1: screaming, Tom. X. I, <laughs> We need more movies with Tom Hanks yelling. Tom X screaming. Uh,
0: oh my God. The but yeah, another
1: movie that I watched when I was too high. Uh, yes. I don't remember much of it, but I remember obviously uh <laughs> great choice here. Great. Bruce first. Stern. Bruce Stern is God, great I love in it. the burbs. Uh, and I forgot Carrie Fisher was in it. I told did too. me I did too. Actually. Um, yeah, The Burbs are just a great little self contained little community-ish movie,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's just so stupid, it's so stupid. A lot of these movies are just so stupid, they're satirical, they're very uh, Joe Dante's a huge wise ass, big smart ass, mm-hmm. and he doesn't like ex- over explain the jokes, you just kind of have to keep watching them. This is why when I rewatched all of his movies mm-hmm. a few years ago, I was like, Holy shit, I missed all of this. As a kid. Uh, we'll come back to the Burbs once you mention. The next movie, because I
1: feel like you're going to skip Gremlins 2. We just talked about it. Yeah,
0: Gremlins 2, New Batches 1990, and then Matinee. So, 1993. Oh my God.
1: When I, I was rewatching Matinee yeah. earlier this week for obvious reasons, and I, during my viewing of Matinee, I thought of his other movies, and I was like, wow, Matinee is such an original movie. Yep. It's, and I, and I'm like, you don't get that anymore. No. It's, the, I, uh, it's just, yeah, it's just, you don't, it's just such a unique film because everything's just so recycled yeah. nowadays. Yeah uh i'm like this couldn't get
0: made today just because it's no. so
1: original no one would give a shit
0: yeah exactly exactly uh, i loved I really really. it yeah yeah um, i love matinee you can't
1: hate john goodman
0: john goodman is great and i saw that one in the theater as a kid i've always really? been oh yeah i've always been obsessed i don't with think that. i'd
1: heard about it until you until until you rewatched gremlins 2 and you realized how much i liked dante and then you bought me matinee yeah yeah and then i feel like that's
0: the first time i'd heard about it yeah when you yeah. mentioned matinee to me yeah Oh, God, it's so good. We'll bring up these movies, you know, as we go. I'm just getting them out of the web. I'm just getting them out of the way now. Here's a great one Small Soldiers, 1998. Watch it on repeat when it came out. Phil Hartman's last movie. Oh, Phil Hartman. That movie's great. Like, I love Small Soldiers. Yeah, if you haven't rewatched Small Soldiers, you should rewatch Small Soldiers. Yeah, it really holds up. That's what I'm saying. Like, these movies that you may have seen as a kid, because there's all this wise ass humor in it, when you watch it as an adult, Really holds up, just like Looney Tunes back in action, which I had not seen. I don't think since oh, two thousand
1: three. It's the cameos that we talked about. This the cameos yeah. Dante can get in his movies are wonderful. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Looney Tunes is just it's obviously Space Jammy Space Jammy Hoofing mm-hmm. Roger Rabbit esque, mm-hmm. but it didn't do well. No, it didn't. Uh, Probably yet, because of but those it was but it's really funny. It's hilarious. Yeah, man.
0: I put it on like three days ago. I was laughing my ass. You should it. yeah rewatch it for the hilarious. cameos. Yeah, um, and he, yeah. he even talks about
1: how he plays. Brendan Fraser plays Brendan right. Fraser's stuntman of the mummy.
0: Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of meta stuff mm-hmm. in it which I mean there's great um, Matthew Lillard moment in it. Yeah, the cameos because Dante we were talking like he shoots on studios in LA. So he's you know calling in his friends and going, "Hey, you want to show up for like a couple hours not just a even. day on this?" Yeah, not like even Like that Matthew
1: Lillard cameo. He yeah, that be, well, that's like an, an hour
0: shot. Exactly. It's, and it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. But everyone will show up for Dante. The whole 2009, which we I liked it. Yeah, I did too. I had not remembered this one. And it's a hard one to find because as you pointed out, it was one of those like novelty, we're gonna do it in three D oh, things, you know, and like this was two thousand nine. Yeah, phase. it was during that phase, post Avatar uh, phase. It was good. I yeah. I mean,
1: it's not great, but no. I I was thoroughly impressed with it.
0: I was too, because this is two thousand nine and he's you know, he's taking longer gaps, yeah. like Matinee's ninety-three, small soldiers is ninety-eight. And you finished watching it literally this morning. This morning, so yeah, yeah. but like it's I think you told me it's like his ET. You it said? does seem like his but ET. But it does get yeah.
1: but I it gets darker as it goes because the whole plot of the whole is just facing your worst fear yeah
0: the biggest thing you're afraid of the main
1: character's fear is very real very
0: real it's like yeah the other other characters are afraid of like clowns and stuff it's like you know they're little kids afraid of clowns but what the what one of the main characters is afraid of yeah it hits home it was very Mm -hmm. real i was like oh shit they had some depth to this and then his last feature film that he has directed is called burying the x in 2014 which is you know it's just not a good movie. It's, it was it's okay. really bad. It was really bad. I, saw, I watched it on Tubi <laughs> yesterday and I was like, what is this? What, why did he do this? It looks like it was made for no money. It was.
1: I, it, I, I don't know. The score was bad. Yeah. Anton Yelkin was bad. Yeah. And he's great. He is great. But it's just not good. It's, it's not just,
0: good. Ugh, it felt like a rushed, know. poorly written, I, I don't it know. Felt it felt like a job. student film. Yeah, it did. I don't it don't really know. played like a student film. And it film. sucks
1: that that was Dante's last movie. Mm-hmm. We, I, I mentioned this to you earlier. I don't know if, if there's a weird coincidence that his last movie was Dick Miller's last movie, mm. um, because obviously they were very close. Yeah. So yeah. I don't I mean, maybe, maybe, but, maybe. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's not a note one wants to go out on as a director. No. But obviously he's known more for Gremlins and Gremlins, too. Yeah. But if you're like a movie buff or a cinephile, whatever you want to call it yourself, it's just like you can skip Barry and the X.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you I mean,
1: can and you can also watch Dick Miller's cameo of Barry and the X on YouTube. Probably. Oh, my God, so he's great. Love just, Dick yeah, Miller. Yeah.
0: But yeah, it's like Joe Dante is still alive. Like he's still doing Q and A's. He has a popular movie podcast that he does with a co-host. Like he's still going. I don't, I mean, he's directed a few, I think TV episodes, Mm -hmm. but yeah, all the fans, including you and I would love to see him do another movie. I think on his IMDb right now, it says Gremlins three is his next movie, but I I don't think that's happening. He's not going to do it. Yeah. He's, he won't. Did you know
1: that there was a movie in 1996 he was supposed to direct, but he didn't direct it.
0: What was it called? The Phantom with Billy Zane. Oh my God that would have been I don't even know who directed that I, remember I don't that remember movie, of
1: but he I read on his wikipedia the other day cuz I did some research uh, he was supposed to direct it for some reason I think timing didn't work out and he helped write the script so it's like pretty funny at times but they oh. cut all that shit out
0: oh. but
1: uh yeah he's credited as an ep and he regrets it to this day he said that the studio wanted to pay him a ton of money to take his credit off but he's like no I want to be an ep and he regrets not taking the money yeah, but I would but too, I would have yes. loved to have seen a, jo- a jo- John Tate Phantom. Oh, that would
0: have been great, <laughs> Billy Zane bringing back Zane <laughs> on the pod. Yeah, that's the filmography. I mean, we went through it quick because we want to get to Gremlins too, but. Part of the fun of this episode is not ex- over explaining Gremlins, the original, <laughs> just jumping right into this sequel because I think it's hilarious. But I That's feel like you can bit- I feel like you can watch Gremlins two and, and, and
1: survive without seeing Gremlins one. Yeah. I but, agree. You, but you you'll miss a lot of the deep cuts.
0: Yeah, you will. You'll miss the deep cuts. You'll be like, you know, the the Futtermans, you know, who are mm-hmm. they or the mm-hmm. rules and everything explaining yeah. it, but I mean, do you want to describe a little bit about Gremlins and like the the rules or I, I don't know, how, like just the original one. I don't know how much you oh, want to go into it. I mean, yeah, it's a simple, <laughs> yeah.
1: it's a holiday classic. It is. Uh, it's one of my annual Christmas movies. Oh, it is? I didn't know. I you. fucking, yeah. Yeah. I, oh, it's God. one of those, everyone watches Die Hard. I'm more of a Gremlins. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, Fair. Yeah. That and like Scrooged. The yeah. Scrooge up. you told me. Home uh, one and two for me. We oh uh, Well, yeah. On? But no, yeah.
1: Gremlins is like, a, it's just, I mean, it's just. It's like a movie. You could say, oh, I'll watch any Shane Black movie on Christmas. Right. Right. Uh It's kind of like one of those. It doesn't have to take place on Christmas, but it does. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This is kids giving a little mogwai. And it's like the three rules. No bright light. Don't feed him after midnight. And then I forgot the no water. One. No water. No water. See, so didn't didn't know them. Yeah. Uh, you can't hit him yeah. with water. But obviously then antics ensue. Uh, yes. Yeah. And that's it. I mean, that's, that's yeah. one. Yeah. It's great. It's easy. But also, it takes forever to get to the gremlins.
0: It really does. But, yeah. 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 But the that's, gre- I mean, that's, I, you know, the special effects weren't as good. The yeah. puppeteering and all that wasn't as good. And then, yeah, as we mentioned, like, he makes that. It's a, it's a hit. It's EP. Mm-hmm. It's executive produced by Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Who had just come off E.T. So he's, like, soaring. He's doing well. He's getting ready to make, or, you know, he's in the Indiana Jones sequel. So he's doing great. And then, yeah, Dante makes Gremlins in the studio, like Warner Brothers is like, can you give us a sequel? Can you give us a sequel? Because they were kind of, it sounds like in a lull, they wanted to cash in on this He ID. said no. Yeah. And he said no multiple times. Because it didn't need a sequel. It didn't. It didn't need one. And he's basically like, OK, if I do this, you're going to give me a lot more money and you're going to let me do whatever the hell I want with it. And, he, you know, he pitches the idea of putting it in New York City and they kind of balk at that. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, no, no. I'm going to set it all, mostly all in one building. And then he goes and makes this thing, and then it's released. And like the Gremlins 2 does not carry the same. I'm talking like well, it's pop also culture.
1: almost a decade after.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's so who, uh, who six years. Gives yeah. A shit? Yeah, exactly. It's, which is so funny that, and I think that was probably Dante's argument to the studio. No do people still so give a shit about this? Like, do they?
1: <laughs> I mean, it's. I feel like it's more topical now than it ever was. Exactly. I mean, That's what I was getting, like, getting to. He yeah. peeled the sketch
0: about it. Exactly. So. exactly because. For like the mass audiences, I don't think Gremlins 2 is talked about that much, but for movie fans and for Dante fans, it is talked about all the time. This is Tarantino's favorite Dante movie, Mm -hmm. talks about it a lot. And that got me to kind of look at it from a new lens. And, you know, I've talked about this in relations to Ocean's 12 because Ocean's 12 completely just inverts what they did with Ocean's 11. And it's the huge fuck you one. Julia Roberts one? Yeah, I mean, she's in the first but one, she, too, she, but she the one plays that plays, plays Julia herself. Roberts. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So that's like that's what we're talking about uh, even like a uh, Brendan Fraser like calling out the Brendan Fraser in mm-hmm. Mummy in Looney Tunes. It's stuff like that. So there's this big like I don't feel there's this, there's a lot of energy coming from Gre- Gremlins 2 that I also feel in Ocean 12 which is I don't want to do this. No one needs to be doing yeah. this. This kind of feels like a cash job. So I'm going to do the opposite of what people expect, and that's where Gremlins 2 is born. Well,
1: because I was, I was looking when I, when I, when I watched uh, The Hole and Burying the X, I was looking for any Gremlins homages because mm-hmm. they're in Small Soldiers. Yeah, yeah. And they're in
0: Looney Tunes. Yes.
1: And that's, as far as I know, that's the only time he references Gremlins.
0: Yeah, I don't think in he the keeps two calling. other. Yeah. No, unfortunately not. Unfortunately not. Uh, but I would rewatch Looney Tunes. It's lovely. Looney Tunes is great. I didn't even remember how good it was. It's like it's hilarious. And you said the the Looney Tunes sketch in the beginning of Gremlin Two kind of sets up back in action. Yeah, I Looney. didn't think about that until yeah. I just saw it this morning. Yeah, the Duck Daffy Duck. Yeah, how he wants, wants he wants his starring role. He wants his starring, role, and roles, he gets obviously it back in action. Definitely, he absolutely does. Yeah. All right, Gremlin Two. Let's get into it. Let's just open it up. This is. I mean, this is not like a very. This isn't a heavily outlined pod where everything's very like constructed in order. I just want to have it freestyle. Just talk about it. Funniest bits. The shit we laughed at. We were dying laughing. Mm-hmm. I love this movie. I don't even know where to begin. I mean, we uh, let's begin with like the very first shot when I told you, hey, these opening skyline, New York City skyline shots were filmed for Superman 4. <laughs> you had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I because had never, I couldn't afford to do it. I had for never seen Superman 2. 4. Yeah. But yes, I, I know how
1: bad it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I didn't know that. That's hilarious. It's hilarious. Uh. But I love Gremlins too for how quickly they get to the Gremlins uh-huh. because you just, everyone's like, come on, let's go, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just
0: joke after joke. Yeah. The whole time. And it's just gag bit after bit. makes fun of itself so well. Uh, I don't think, I mean, rarely do sequels make fun of the original this much. They're like, all the questions that people had about Gremlins, like, you know, you, you hear a plot device and then you might wonder in, Grem, in the first Gremlins, like, well, what about like if they change time zones and they eat and all this stuff and then they're breaking that up well Gremlins i think too. i think it's it also hilarious. helps i think it also helps
1: that the sequel is so different from the original yeah yeah uh, it's because obviously they still follow the same formula a little bit mm-hmm. but i think the fact that it's so different is yeah. why it's so fresh and works which is also why i don't know how i thought about this to compare uh, why Bill and Ted One and Two work so well? Yeah, yeah, it's because Two's they're so, so different. different. Yeah, but they obviously carry the same characters. Yeah, and that's why both movies are so good because it's not recycled.
0: Yeah, exactly. I agree. I agree. They're not like they're not in the same small town in Gremlins Two like they've got no, now. and we don't have to explain any of the lore again. They just kind of like mm-hmm. they're just jumping into it. I God, I love that. I think that's a great comp for yeah. Bill and Ted One and Two. I uh, yeah, and just like the
1: the more every time you watch Gremlins Two, it gets better. Yeah, Uh just again the cameos are great. Uh, Christopher Lee's really good. Christopher Lee's uh, Dr. Casper. I didn't know Jerry Goldsmith was in it until you pointed it yeah, out. Yeah. He's at the ice the cream composer. Singer. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then we have the, we talked about this earlier, the Kevin McCarthy nod. Yes. With the pod. Yeah. from body snatchers. Yeah. Who I
0: didn't know was in so a lot of Dante movies. Yes. Kevin McCarthy. It's funny. Cause I just mentioned him on the Montgomery Cliff podcast episode 95, because he was mm-hmm. the one who left Elizabeth Taylor's house with Montgomery. Clift. Yeah. Cause he's in he's, the in
1: Tunes, he's in, he's in Looney Tunes. He's in a, lot. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, he Kevin McCarthy's just like an old school veteran actor and he's yeah, that I didn't even recognize him the Gremlins 2 thing until you pointed it out to me. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I never Oh, I, yeah, yeah. It's, it's he's not in it obviously, right. but it's The Pod. It's The Pod, yeah, Yeah, yeah is yeah. hysterical because he was in Boat, he was in The First Invasion of the Body Snatchers in the 50s mm-hmm. and the one in the 70s, which is great. Yeah, like there's so many bits in here like when they're out on the street and they're walking, if you pay close attention, you can see that marquee says the howling part 11. Didn't notice it yeah, until you told me. It's hysterical. And you told me there's been all these howling sequels. I didn't know that. Yeah. But, okay, so. But but, there's bad. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. But what he's (laughs) doing there, he's making, like, there's this 1990s satire to it, like the howling 11. That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But we're going to be at Fast and Furious 11 in a couple of years. Like, we're there, you know, at Scream 6. Like, this is what it is now. It's all just cashing in on IP. So he really had his pulse on that stuff early.
1: Yeah. Fucking hilarious. Um, but I mean, like, I told you, like, the bit in the elevator at Gremlins 2 when uh, Phoebe Cates just yells sound alarm and all the gremlins start, like, yelling. Rah!
0: Yeah. Just, like, I mean, it's stupid. It, so stupid. It, yeah. And we were just laughing but, out loud, like, mm-hmm. hysterically.
1: And every gremlin is different. Yeah. Like, the yeah. first gremlin followed the very, like. Simple formula of just we'll design all the molds the same.
0: Yeah. This yeah. one's
1: just like they are they're all very different, mm-hmm. all have their own personality. At least the, the core four of them do. Yeah. yeah so not, yeah. To, not to quote Scream Six, Core Four. Core Four. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, the, the first four gremlins that are created from Gizmo, uh, they're very unique.
0: Oh, they're so good. I yeah. love them.
1: Yeah. And Dick Miller gets his moment
0: oh, in my Gremlins God. too. Yeah. We're definitely going to talk about Dick Miller when we get to like the cast. But, I mean, we could do it now. Like Dick Miller is a staple of. Uh, 60s 70s 80s 90s film he also came from the school of Roger Corman all of his first roles were for Corman movies and then yeah, he was in every Joe Dante movie. Yeah, even *Bearing the Ex*. And that's why, just, yeah,
1: that's why I'm a firm believer that that was the reason Joe Dante stopped making movies. Yeah, because Dick because Miller Dick died. I, I like it. I like it. I mean, it's sad, <laughs>
0: but I, I, like this. I definitely uh, like the sense. But
1: point. every time Dick Miller shows up on a Dante, you're like, yeah, yeah. You really, I mean, we cheer because in the whole, he's in it for ten seconds. Ten seconds. And he doesn't no, 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 speak. Sp- yeah. No,
0: no lines. Doesn't. But I mean, he just gives some funny looks. Pizza delivery. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. Yeah, but then the way he's left off in Gremlins, we don't really like know the fate of the Futtermans. Like, yeah. did they, yeah, did they kind of make it? Did they just show up at Gremlins too? But he's a he has, bigger role. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. He has a lot to do in Gremlins too, like maybe close to the most in any Dante movie. And he really works. Yeah. He's like afraid of him. He has his PTSD for the Gremlins and he fights back. Oh my God, that voice too. I love Dick Miller. We'll We'll bring it around to him again. No worries. No worries. Who else? Um, Robert Prosky is great. We were talking about him a lot, talking about cameos. You know, he's like the vampire guy. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 He's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been in so much from, uh, love interest in Mrs. Doubtfire, you know. He's oh, the, that's right. Yeah, he's the nice priest and Rudy. Well, we were stuff.
1: talking about, well, I mentioned this, uh, I wrote these down, uh, Robert Picardo, mm-hmm. who played the security guy in Gremlins 2. Yes. And he played the the main werewolf, the first werewolf in the Howling. Yeah. And he played the, the theater owner in Matinee. Yep. So he's a recurrer. yeah, recurer. Yeah, sure, we're gonna go with that
0: Recurrer. And then Recurring. I mentioned
1: uh, this this woman Belinda Belosky, who I did not didn't know. Yeah, but she was like, she was all. the chick that the main woman's the mother from ET, who's in the main in the Halloween.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So her friend that comes to the the summer the camp
0: in the howling, and she's yeah.
1: killed by Robert Picardo. So she's oh, in that one, oh. and then she's the woman in the Gremlins that says, "Mrs. Deagle, it's Christmas." Right, and then she's in Gremlins two. In the theater. Yep. So this all is. Oh, that's right. Speech, he likes to use his people. He does. He
0: likes to reuse people. And <laughs> he, I mean, if you, you may not even like catch this, let alone the cameos from his own movies, but then the bigger ones we were talking about, like the Jerry Goldsmith cameos yeah. or things like that, you may not even catch it. Joe Dante's in Gremlins too. In I didn't brief, know that. Yeah, yeah I didn't TV know. It looks smoking. nothing like him. It's so, so young. Yeah, he's so young. You can tell from the hairline because he's <laughs> always had that same hairline but yeah he's smoking there it's just it's hilarious what else like that set they built this huge set for gremlins Two to look like the clam oh god building clamp is very i think deliberately based off Trump, oh, is. which is i mean yeah. 1990s trump mm-hmm. you know that name carries different weight now but i yeah i just love that uh the logo is like the clamp symbol and it's clamping down on earth you know because it's his but that i mean that production design of that is really cool and it's hilarious mm-hmm. if you look in the background there you see all these gags like there's a u U haul rental shop on the second floor. Of but this that's building. also like, like
1: <laughs> very like airplane Zucker esque. Yeah, where yeah. It's just the background is right. just as funny as the foreground. Exactly, and that's for like a recurring watch.
0: Yeah, right. exactly. That's why we say when you keep rewatching this, it gets mm-hmm. better. It absolutely yeah, gets better. Because I
1: pointed out like one of the gremlins has like an
0: anti Gizmo shirt. Right. I mean, it's just right. it's
1: the stupidest smallest stuff.
0: Oh my god, I fucking love it. It's so <laughs> hilarious. Um, I found a little little trivia because I explored the Blu Ray, watched you know, listen to the commentary, watched all the outtakes the that little other outtakes oh yeah dude, so no he, oh here's the best part of the outtakes so in the outtakes they show you know where christopher lee works he's like the mad scientist so there's a bunch of monkeys in cages they were trying to have the gremlins interact with the monkey and they open like a monkey's cage and the monkey's fucking terrified of the gremlins it won't come out oh the puppet the puppet He it will not come out they're terrified you could hear the handlers being like come on come on come on out and it won't i love that i mean yeah, let's talk about how they do bring the gremlins in fast because how long is it in the first one until it t- they show I don't it?
1: even, it takes, I mean, I feel like the 25-minute mark. Yeah. It's like the, like the classic, you know, the movie first act break. Yeah, of course, thing. of course. But this one's quicker. Yeah, I mean, it's And like, it needs to be because yeah, no one yeah. gives a shit. It's just no like, one cares about to, the story. Yet. Get to it.
0: Get to the gremlins. Mm-hmm. And, and just, everyone knows.
1: Because even like, even the beginning, it's like when when uh, Bill Peltzler, or tell, oh, Zach Gilligan, Zach Gilligan. Yeah. Gilligan tells Bobby Cates about, Bobby Cates about a, uh, Like the rules. She's like, oh, remind me. And it's like, oh, it's him to remind her and the audience. And the audience, yeah. Yeah, and it's like super quick.
0: Yeah, exactly. In case you, you know, haven't, don't remember that well from six years ago about the original one. Yeah, they're here to remind you. Yeah, but no, it's just get to to the fun. Yeah, get to the fun. And it is fun as shit. I mean, Mm -hmm. what's also cool about the Gremlins that's different from 84 is that they hired, you know, Rick Baker. Famous makeup artist Rick Baker to do a lot of the effects, a lot of the gross, like, goopy stuff and everything spitting up and going everywhere. And, like, the creatures, the Gremlins, just look better in this. They move a lot better. Yeah. The effects are – they're 1990 effects. Like, watching now, but there's it must have been amazing. But there's no – I noticed
1: there's no, like – I don't know if there's an extreme close-up. Specifically Gizmo. Yeah. In Gremlins 1, there's, like, the really, really close one where Mm -hmm. they talk about it because it's, like, what, two or three people working a giant face? Or something right. crazy, but there's closer ones. You get hands because, like you said, technology's gotten better. Yeah, so they're I think they're more free to do like a pull out and can show right. more of what's going on. But
0: even like when he, uh, I didn't even notice this until this viewing when he Bill Bill Billy when he closes his hand on Gizmo's, you know, he closes the drawer in his hand and you could see the hand. Oh, like it's pulsating. Yeah. yeah, that that's it's stuff like that that they couldn't really do in '84, and that's really fun to see. And then yeah, once all these, I mean, do we need to describe the plot of this movie? It's basically billy it's the same it is, plot of the first it one. Is, it is it is girlfriend played by phoebe cates they now work for this in this big high-rise in l in new york owned by this guy clamp who's clearly based on trump and yeah that's basically it like gizmo finds his way back to billy and
1: but it's kind of like a bottle movie yeah it's like yeah, contained it's, it's all
0: contained within the skyscraper yeah which brings pretty out much
1: costs uh, uh but yeah no and totally. I, I also am a good fan of a lockdown
0: movie oh yeah i love lockdown i mean they call that like die hard in blank and this is like a gremlins kind of die hard ish like they're just yeah, stuck in the building the yeah because yeah. there's like because yeah.
1: obviously gizmo's like running through the air ducts
0: which is yeah. kind of like john McClane exactly running through he's like uh, prepping and there's the rambo bow. the yeah. rambo
1: two ref- rambo two yeah I
0: think. Ra-
1: yeah rambo one of the Rambos, probably Rambos. Rambo two and yeah, Rocky, gizmo and the rambo oh yep. yeah yeah um but yeah it's just i mean it wasn't made for cheap but dante did his best to keep it yeah that way i yeah. feel because obviously the cheap keeping it into one place really helped
0: Yes, definitely helped with cost because shoot. I mean, they they filmed in New York City for three days. That's it. And I think it was a weekend. It was like a long weekend. That's all they had to film that's the insane. exteriors. That's nuts. I would have never known that. But I heard that on the commentary. Dante talking about it. That's like, oh, my God, that's crazy. Yeah. So that's I mean, that's the setup of the movie. And then the rules are broken with Gizbo. Water gets on him and then. More gremlins are born, you know that. That's so it just goes crazy. And it goes off. But the, the reason
1: why it works so well is because once it starts making fun of itself, yeah, it just like you said, like the whole the whole scene in the control room, we like, oh, why would I get food caught in my teeth? Like, right. What right. if like there's a time change zone? Di- what if I'm on a plane? So I they're I just they're di- just di- debunking the rules, yes, f- which is great. Yeah, and they never answer them. No, because there is no answer. No, yeah, I they're know. Just taking
0: the piss out of it the yeah. whole time. It's so funny. It's so they're pretty
1: much just making. They're pretty much making fun of the people who
0: are ma- bringing up the flaws
1: for it, years. That's
0: what I think is hysterical. That's what I think yeah. is so funny that he's poking fun at it, and he's like, "I know all this stuff, Dante's like, I know this, I know the criticisms, but it was also like a PG Christmas movie, Gremlins. I mean, I, you know, that's kind of how you're looking at it, and then yeah, to go, but oh, also I, Gremlins I one is much criticism- darker. It that's what's right, that is too. what is interesting. It's much darker. It's much more violent. And like serious and i honestly didn't remember that and it's like oh shit. well you see people dying Remlins 1. yeah yeah not that people don't
1: die in Gremlins 2 but it's it's a it's lot it's a though. lighter death yeah than. it's very yeah, like this for lee like it's when three he stooges. dies when he yeah. dies right right exactly But he might not even, he might not even have died
0: spoiler that's but, right yeah, that's spoiler. right yeah, spoiler. uh <laughs> but yeah it's
1: just but you people clearly dying Gremlins 1 yes like yeah no two is just it's more goofy
0: yeah it's slapstick goofy we were we called out three stooges when we were mm-hmm. watching you're like mm-hmm. oh i think that this is kind of three stooges vibe yeah there's all that stuff playing off of it um i love when dick miller shows up and you know they come to the apartment and he's like did you know the russians drive cabs here like i love, like what what is that he's like just this guy stuck in a world war ii world yeah yeah uh wwi I. wwi oh god <laughs> he's so
1: good i love him in everything i uh, but yeah even the new characters are great like uh i mean i love clamp um Rhonda? Was that her name? Dole yeah, Supervisor? Clamp is played
0: by is played by John Glover. He's great. And then Marla Marla, Marla. Bloodstone by Haviland Morris is her name. Never just, seen her just a great, else. Yeah, I
1: mean she's fun. I yeah. like her character. It's she she so really does nothing. Yeah, it's but just so she's big. Great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah, just her.
0: like when I was rewatching Back in Action Looney Tunes, Steve Martin is. I, that's talk about carte blanche. He was clearly told go as big as you want. Yeah, do whatever the fuck you want, and it it none of it's incorrect. No. But he keeps he keeps he keeps it going. He keeps it the same. Because yeah. it's consistent. Yeah. He doesn't break with the bit. It's, oh, man. So I'm always a big fan of that. Even John Glover as Daniel Clamp is like playing it very, very big. And I don't mind it because it fits within the tone so mm-hmm. well. Oh, it's great. There's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of cameos in it. But let's talk about some of like the, the funniest parts, the funniest bits of Gremlins 2 that we like. Because, I I mean, once they are like unleashed and you know it's it, the water's been out and then all the real gremlins are starting it's just these genuinely the sight gag after sight sight gag that is hysterical starting with that that chef you know microwave march <laughs> who's just boozing and they pop out and just destroy the set and you know you're watching this and i even said it to you i'm like all she has to do is just run away but then that's not fun she just no, sits there she and fights, fights him all. fights them. that's yeah. what's so funny oh god i love that scene uh but yeah i mentioned
1: the elevator scene which i love the elevator uh, scene's great yeah. when when the gremlin drinks the brain drug.
0: You know, oh, God. As soon as he starts talking. Tony Randall's voice. It's, yeah.
1: It, oh, that, I mean, the movie just gets
0: better. Yeah. And I Dante said on the commentary, like, we didn't know if we could get away with this because no one talks in the first – no gremlin talks mm-hmm. in the first one. We didn't know. And then we were just like, fuck it. Let's do it. And, you know, that – also adds to the, yeah. I'm going to do whatever I want this yeah. of the movie. Yeah. yeah. The, and it, that works great. That is one of the like signature bits of the film. Mm-hmm. And then I think the funniest moment of the film for me is when they're talking on the couch, Prosky and the brain gremlin that, you know, crazy one just leans over and you, the g- brain gremlin just shoots him with a pistol <laughs> like in the face. It's so, it's so funny to me. I mean, um, like him's, uh, him is singing Sinatra. Yeah. Yeah. New uh, York. New York. Oh, but yeah, God. it's just coffee and like throws the coffee then they Ah. shred him i love that part oh you you, you talked
1: about john glover fighting the gremlin off in
0: the yeah yeah yeah, fighting the gremlin off in the paper shredder and they like attach the gremlin to the actor so that he was actually Mm -hmm. controlling it so that's how they were doing those more like hand-to-hand combat fights yeah it's it's all very practical that's what joe dante does it's practical effects yeah we were we had the hole on and -hmm. i was like This is actually, there are parts of this that are well shot, and a lot of it is practical. Not all of it, like the end wasn't, but a lot of it is practical, and it looks really cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can't say the same for burying the ex. That's okay. That's okay. We're not going to talk about burying the ex. We're not going to talk about it. We we got there. We moved on. We're going to bury that movie. We're going to bury the film (laughs) um, in the Hollywood Forever (laughs) Cemetery. Ugh. Back to Gremlins 2. Yeah. Torturing Gizmo. The Velcro is great. The, uh, what is that thing? The copier. The copier and The the train. train, 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 And it's just...
1: (laughs) <laughs> they they put him through a lot, and even like Bill Peltzer calls him out that like they pushed him too far. Yep, and pushed they did. He snapped because in the first one, he whatever movie he imitates with the race car driver. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what movie that is. I don't know. I but it's kind of like obviously they do the same thing a bit. In yeah, the, with they, like he the Rambo comments, stuff. He he copies uh, Rambo. Yeah, so yeah. it's uh kind of a lot of the a lot of repeat themes. Right, right. But turned up to eleven. Yes. So yes. that's why it, it's entertaining. Yeah. Uh but yeah, and it's also, I think I told you earlier, how many like different plots are going on simultaneously in there Gremlins are a lot, yeah, compared to Gremlins 1. Yeah. It's got the gizmo, and everyone like kind of separates. Mm-hmm. Could, and they all meet up at the end. Like Dick Miller's by himself. Right, right. Uh, Bill's by himself. Gizmo's, Gizmo's by himself. Prosky's by himself.
0: And the, yeah, in the second one, there are. There's a lot more going on. It has a lot more uh, opportunities to cut. You can like, cut here, cut here. One of the things you would miss if you didn't see Gremlins 1 or didn't have a good memory of it. And I'm not going to lie. When you were like, dude, you need to rewatch Gremlins 2. That's what I put on first. And I hadn't seen Gremlins 1 in years oh, either. So fun. I like put two on and I was like, all right, I got to go back. We got to talk about. Oh, did
1: you watch two before you rewatched one? Yes. Okay. yes. So
0: I, okay. And I had seen one just more as a kid because mm-hmm. I don't remember two ever being on TV. But I think I had even had a gizmo like stuffed animal. I remember Gremlins as a kid. I didn't watch it as much as like E.T. But it, it was just on. It was usually mm-hmm. on. But yeah, I put it on first and I missed a bit of the. In <laughs> Gremlins, too, when Phoebe Cage just stops for, you know, oh, don't mention Lincoln, which is like, so stupid. It's so stupid, but it takes us back to Christmas, Santa Claus, in the first one, which is like, yeah, one of the funniest things I've ever seen in a movie. It's it so dark. Kates randomly in Gremlins just talks about that, you know, this is why I don't celebrate Christmas. But I think and that's like,
1: the biggest. Dig at Gremlins One. Yeah, yeah. Is I that, agree. Is that joke? is bringing
0: that back? Yeah, bringing back to Lincoln, and she just sits there. The that's whole like movie. That's stops. the
1: darkest part of Gremlins One.
0: Oh yeah, is talking the,
1: about her dad dying. Dying, getting stuck in the stuck chimney. In the yeah. <laughs> Santa. I mean, it's it doesn't that not, do that seems not funny. I know. And but it's hilarious in Gremlins two.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. When you're watching Gremlins one, you're like, what the hell? They just slowed this movie down to talk about like this horrific event. <laughs> and then she starts doing it again in Gremlins two and he has to cut her off, Billy, and he's like, Okay, sweetie, okay, oh okay, okay. It's we so get it, we great. get it. Yeah, we get it. But it's then like her so last line is do your little girl, what a go? <laughs> Oh God. So dark. Like if you keep going, it's so dark with it. That's probably, I don't know. I just I love seeing Phoebe Cates in this. She's not in a lot anymore, and no or, or nothing really. No. Oh God, she's um, so good in these. It's great that he got the you know the core cast to come back. Yeah, which is a Dante thing. That's what he can do. Because everyone loves working with him. Apparently, yeah. I think he's just a really nice guy. Who yeah. Doesn't, it, he doesn't sound like a you know like a screamer. Doesn't sound like he's losing his temper a lot. He's just in the studio system carving it out. He's doing. Yeah. It.
1: No, I'll never get sick rewatching Gremlins too. No. It's uh, it's no, fun man. for the whole family.
0: Fun for the whole family. Um, Damn
1: right. <laughs> Dante, I don't know if he peaked at Gremlins 2, but it's just- well, well,
0: I love Matinee. I do. No, I, I don't know if it's like a peak. I think it's, he's showing like- It's the it, most Dante I, movie it, he's ever done. It is the most Joe Dante movie ever made, Gremlins 2. There's no question. It's much more- I think in a lot of ways even intention- more intentional The Gremlins 1. I think he had a lot of rules and a lot of studio oversight and producer Probably. oversight on the first one. I mean, one. what
1: director is going to say no to carte blanche?
0: Yeah, exactly. Exa- that's what convinced him to finally do Gremlins 2. And um, oh, we can talk about part of Dante's wise-assery is doing these like bits in in the camera and in his movie. And he get. In his movies, and he gets these – talk about the
1: Hulk Hogan thing? Yes, yes. Okay. Like
0: I mean, part of it is inspired by the great director, William Castle, who was the inspiration for the John Goodman character in Matinee. Oh. And he would always do these bits. Like, so there's it was a William Castle slash Hitchcock thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like okay. he would um, – William Castle would have like Gaspar and first movie, I Stand Alone, has this countdown in the last scene. Like before the last scene starts, and it's like you have thirty seconds to leave the theater or else. And that's a bit from a castle movie in like the sixties. He had literally had a clock come on screen, and he's like, "This movie is going to get crazy. It's going to get dangerous. You have <laughs> sixty seconds to leave." So a good bit in, in this, I mean, they do it. Would you want to explain it because it's fucking hilarious? When oh, they the, just oh the whole yeah, they the just—it's when,
1: it's when, yeah, it's when Zach galligan's talking to Christopher Lee. And yeah, you can see the the screen flicker, and, right? And the film catches on fire. Yeah. because gremlins are fucking with the film right exactly um so yeah. if you were
0: like seeing it in the theater you'd be like is yeah the movie I mean, like it
1: breaking goes the for- breaks the fourth wall yes and then uh they introduce hulk hogan yeah who's like yells yelling at the, at the projection boom, yeah and they fix the movie
0: right and then what i love I, I mean this is just so inventive for the vhs version of gremlins 2 they intercut that is actually really effective you can watch it on the blu-ray like the way that it starts skipping was exactly how those vhs tapes oh is the blu-ray back the, the blu-ray
1: one uses the vhs one
0: no, well, the Blu-ray has, has a special feature, has it. it on it, and you can see it skip. And I'm like, man, I like the tracking or whatever the hell it was in VHS tapes. You just see it go off, and then they they go into a John Wayne movie called Chisholm from 1970. And the Duke, he's voiced by like a a guy who could do a really good impression of him, and he yells at the gremlins like, "Get out of my movie!" This that. And then he blows two of them away. It might even be better than what's you know the, the film and the book it's really too. The said- book, yeah, the book. They like take over the book the novelization made after it and they like write for a little bit ah we're we're taking over we're taking control and then and you know, remind me of the, the critic they kill in gremlins 2 that's uh leonard malton leonard malton who did not in real life did not give a good review of gremlins 1 which and then again back to joe dante's sense of humor he reaches <sighs> out to him and he's like hey you didn't like gremlins 1 do you want to go do that review on camera and gremlins too. And then the gremlins will like eat you and kill you presumably. I mean, and he does it. And it's great. It's yeah. a great bit. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious.
1: We talked about the gremlin speaking. Uh, yes, I really, yes. I really enjoy how they, every gremlin, not every gremlin, but a bunch of gremlins drink certain things to like, inha-
0: like, those yeah, like one becomes things, electricity.
1: Yeah. One becomes a bat. Yeah. One becomes fruit or vegetables.
0: Oh, uh, he does. That's why they're eating off that's of him. That's why they're
1: eating off him because he creates, he, he produces, produces vegetables. Oh, off I was of his wondering body. in the
0: end when the guy, he plucks Picks like an it, olive ball. Yeah, and put for a martini, the martini. For a martini. Oh, that's yeah. right.
1: Uh, there's the one that turns into a female, obviously. Which is, yeah, is going to uh, plays a big
0: plot point at the it end. It does.
1: There. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just again, like, again, he turns it up to 11.
0: Yeah. Because he's yeah. doing.
1: Pretty much like you said, you, said, you mentioned the whiteboard. Yeah, he had a white, board.
0: they had a whiteboard on set or, you know, some sort of board that people could write on and anyone in the cast and crew, anyone at any point could write a gremlin's ID on it, like a uh, crazy gremlin or, you know, food gremlin, whatever it's electricity gremlin. And they yeah. use, they didn't use all of them, of course, but they used some of them. And then, you know, you get to that end scene where when they're on the lobby of the building, just going nuts. And it's so funny mean, some of them are drunk. The anti-gizmo guy is great. Oh, oh my god! Anti-gizmo. Oh, yeah, yeah, the with, with anti-gizmo with shirt. shirt. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: but yeah, the whole Sinatra number. What movie did you? What musical did you say they paid homage to? Homage to?
0: Oh, like Busby Berkeley stuff. Yeah. yeah so Busby Berkeley is like we're we got to go back to like twenties, thirties. Do you ever see Hail Caesar, the Coen Brothers movie? I did. You did? Oh, okay. Like all the Scarlett Johansson stuff. Oh, she's in the water when oh, it comes and up. singing. Yeah, that's all oh. Buzzby Busby Berkeley inspiration. So okay. that's what they were doing for this movie too. But again, like. I don't know how many people know who Busby Berkeley is. I know him because I, I studied him in do not. film classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I showed you his original stuff, you'd be, you'd go, you may not have seen that, but you'd go, Oh, that's been parodied in mm-hmm. so many movies, just basically overhead photography. And you, a really famous one is like 20 uh, women swimming in a pool. And yeah, it's of, total course, of course. Synchro- synchronization. In. Exactly. Uh, they yeah. dive in or they're hold, they'll hold up signs like they do in gremlins too. And it'll reveal like a face. Mm-hmm. But my point is, even that, that's like a deep, deep cut of a, of a reference. This Busby Berkeley stuff in Gremlins 2 when they uh ripped a mask, the Phantom of the Opera. Oh, when they walked toward the camera, yeah. Set. And when yeah. he walks toward the camera, that is Lon Chaney in the original Phantom of the Opera in the 20s when he walks toward the camera and it goes out of focus. And it's like, yeah, this is a guy who loves movies who's making these, and ah, uh, that's why he's such a thrill to watch. Uh, just like every Joe Dante movie, I don't dislike any of them. Probably won't rewatch Bearing the X anytime. I don't soon. think will ever or maybe the whole Rewatch Bearing uh, the X. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get off that trade because no, we love Joe Dante. It's we love fine. It. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, it's, just, it's a it's a different beast.
1: But no, um I don't talk about Matinee.
0: You wanna talk about Matinee? I li- yeah, can we okay. talk about Matinee? Yeah, one more thing about Gremlins too. You know that loogie that they spit on a Dick, Dick Miller? Miller? Yeah. Yeah. They had to cut that from TV because dante said we wanted it to look like semen that's supposed to be what it is it looks like semen. it looks exactly like semen so they had to cut it from that oh Isn't my that god hilarious? they had to cut that from tv which is like so he uh, like spits up semen i mean it kind of looks like that it, it's, it's all done, over him yeah. Yeah. yeah and dick miller's that's like looking at it really yeah funny yeah I, you know they call it a loogie but it'd be the biggest loogie i've ever seen. seen big loogie oh so we're switching to matinee fuck yeah why get not? into it uh yeah why no, not I, well yeah I, well hold on before you go this is like I gave you carte blanche for this podcast. That as freestyle, like we can talk about anything Dante-related. Well, so we can go any anywhere. People will keep up.
1: Matinee, uh, Omri Katz Who's is that? in matinee. He was Who's the main Omri character Katz? in Hocus Pocus. I was like, oh shit, Jesus! I didn't know. What is he the, the boy? He's the best friend oh. in matinee. And I was like, not wow. that it matters. Good, but cut. I was like, oh Good wow, cut. it's Omri Katz. And wow. uh, I know.
0: this is why I have you on. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, this is Hocus Pocus. Yeah. I was like, oh, I have not seen Hocus Pocus in years. Did it's, you see? Did you like the sequel? Did you see sequel. it? I didn't either.
1: Well, it's like one of those movies. If we're going to keep going sidebar to sidebar, it's fine. Um, Hocus Pocus doesn't get until the witches show up. Yeah. It's yeah, like exactly. Willy Wonka until Gene Wilder shows up. Yeah. yeah. No offense to Willy Wonka. I love it. But yeah, the first 45 minutes are like, get me to gene Wilder. is it 45 it's to G it's a lot it's like over 30 i
0: will never forget that entrance of fall you know the crutch and then falling yep. and doing the yep. somersault but yeah it I takes forever it's like that. that's it how this focus is, is like yeah get, i'm
1: over this teen crap give me give me the wishes kind of thing that is um, one of the
0: things i appre- i can appreciate about sequels i've talked about this why i like for instance like toy story 2 mm-hmm. more than toy story 1 because the first like hour of that movie is all exposition like toys toys and they're spending the whole movie trying to like convince buzz lightyear no you yeah. are a toy by the second one he just knows that so we get all that shit i didn't
1: i didn't realize in matinee like the serious tone around the comedy yeah well that's war. it's the cold war
0: it's the cuban missile crisis we're in key west florida 1962 and the cuban missile crisis is the backdrop of basically this william castle ish Mm -hmm. producer has come into key west and he's Gonna rent out a theater to show his new movie, which, which is like a shock movie, you yeah. know, like a creature feature. But it's like four D. Yeah, four D. Like, he's like rigged up the seats so they give an electrical shock during the mm-hmm. big scares, all that stuff. There, that's what William Castle did. They're like these gags. But then, yes, the background of the whole thing is the Cuban Missile Crisis, and, it's, and they're like doing drills and stuff. yeah. And yeah. It,
1: it gets very like there's like the whole nuke strike thing. Yeah, like yeah. Put your heads down and like just yeah. give up.
0: Just how the whole got serious. Yeah, like yeah.
1: No, it was. I really like Matinee. Uh, again, like I mentioned earlier, it's the it's the plot is very original i mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, i don't know who the main kid is but he's good i liked him in it
0: let me look i don't uh, remember but no i, I think the main his, uh girl in that was also the daughter in mrs doubtfire and who we was, were talking she about. was
1: randy quaid's daughter in independence day
0: damn right she was i know
1: um no matinees again, Hello, i got <laughs> i just liked back. i just wanted to bring on matinee because i just love the originality of it
0: yeah i do too um,
1: uh, but yeah, John Goodman just looks like he's having a good time.
0: During I that. love Goodman and like this. He wasn't always in like the best movies in the early 90s. No. Early 90s. Did you ever see The Babe where he plays Babe Ruth? No. I watched that all the time as a kid. Yeah, I think it was 94. Yeah, but he's like, he's great. What's his name? Lawrence Woolsey. Matinee yeah. didn't do well, I would assume. No, no. It, and Some Joe Dante movies have not. Like Gremlins is, is his biggest hit and probably the movie he resents the most of his own yeah. career, honestly, yeah. because he didn't want to be like tied to it. Hence, not wanting to make a sequel no, right Matané, away. No, Matinee. This is
1: great because it's like it, it really pulls him into his B movie roots.
0: Yeah, that's why I love it. I mean, it is hard to rank any Dante movie above Gremlins 2 because it's so intentional, but for nostalgic reasons, I just. Matinee was the first one I first Dante movie I saw, or at least the one I committed to memory. Like, oh, wow. I, I actually remember seeing that in the theater. And yeah, it cost 13 million to make and it made 9.5, which is just not good. And it, no. I, yeah, I mean, I remember the crazy thing about that is I remember seeing that a lot. They played it on TV a lot when I was a kid. And then I always remembered it in the back of my head, but it was never available on maybe DVD, but definitely not Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. And then that Blu-ray, I think it was the Shout Factory, it's which is kind of akin to Criterion, like clearly picked it up and they go, we're treating this well. We're going to like remaster it. And that's why I sent it to you for and Christmas. He, he yeah. even has
1: that uh, that one the the not the villain but it's that girl's ex-boyfriend yeah who comes out of jail or something but he, oh, dresses, right. he dresses up in the ant costume which is very b movie
0: right yeah dressing up as the real creature and like yeah. walking around yeah it's like it is matinee is an ode to the 50s 60s B movie
1: and just tying it into the uh the cuban missile crisis just works
0: yeah that's that's what makes it yeah. so great oh god and, it and, totally and works goodman
1: smokes the biggest cigars
0: the oh god in that movie totally but that's does. also Alfred hitchcock yeah, that's like it is. It's a nod to because they'll Hitchcock. show, but they do the silhouette a lot. With yeah, him right, it's it's, Yeah, that is that's a nod to him. Yeah. Oh god, I fucking love Madman. <laughs> love that movie. Um, uh, that oh, back to Dick Miller really quick because he was in uh every Dante movie. Do you have like if you had to think, do you have a favorite Dick Miller Dante performance? Or do I mean we can go? We don't have to go through all of them, but I do think it's Gremlins two for me. I think that's part of the allure of why I like him more. But I oh, see, whether, I, but I don't think I I don't think I don't consider his
1: role. In a dot in Gremlins to a cameo. No, it's like a supporting performance. I his favorite yeah. cameo of mine is burying the X. It is because oh, wow. so, okay, so he comes, shouting out. He just comes X. out of the police department as a really old cop because he's yeah, old. Very old. And it's like movie. pants are down. Yeah, pants are and down. He's like yeah. buttoning up, he was like taking a shit or something. Yeah. He's like comes out <laughs> of the bathroom and he's like fixing his pants. And it's so stupid. It's but so it's stupid. just that I know he's in it for like a couple minutes, like a minute. Yeah, and but he has a
0: few lines, but that's it. Yeah, yeah. But
1: I like that one. But he's a bigger role in that Nay. Yes.
0: Yeah um, Wait, who is I he don't... in Looney Tunes? Yeah, he's a security guard in Looney Tunes. I remember that. Oh, yeah. he is. Yeah, he, yeah. Takes,
1: he takes Brandon Fraser's badge. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, then I yes. remember that.
0: And a few others. I was just, um, I watched New York, New York, mentioning again the song, but the Scorsese movie. He has a cameo in that. Really? Cam- I mean, he's like actually in it for a little bit, which I think is funny. Now I'm going to call it back to the Back to the Future podcast, which you were on, because I mentioned Zemeckis' first movie, I Want to Hold Your Hand. He was in that. Really? Cam- I mean, he's in a lot of Zemeckis movies, yeah. Um, oh. 1941 by Spielberg. He's in The Terminator. James Cameron. I didn't know that. Yeah. I Honestly, the thing that I may have seen him in first is he plays Monster Joe from Monster Joe's Truck and Toe in Pulp Fiction. And Harvey Keitel has a few is that lines when the wolf, with him. Is that the when wolf, the wolf yeah, takes the, wolf. the car? Exactly. The car? Exactly. Okay. And here's another one. The woman that the wolf is going to go out to breakfast. i'm taking my lady out to breakfast that is julia sweeney who was the it's pat woman who's also in gremlins too oh Remember you it's mentioned from, I didn't to who that was yeah it's okay. pat from okay. snl and they gave her her own movie like who is it she's also in pulp fiction That's so really it's great funny. to like you know tarantino th- this is another thing i want to mention like tarantino has talked a lot about he loves dante mm-hmm. loves him he's talked a lot about his career and how he thinks Dante's best movie by far is Gremlins 2 yeah. for a lot of the reasons we're talking about. I mean, it was kind of, I heard a podcast of Tarantino talking to Eli Roth and they just went on this Gremlins 2 yeah. jag and it, I was like, oh, I didn't know. No, he's a big fan. Stuff. It's great. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. that. I love it. What's the other legacy? The Keaton Peel sketch. Keaton Peel sketch is, is great. Hilarious. I when think Dante's see seen that? it.
1: Oh, really? I, I read somewhere that he saw it and he loved it. When
0: was the first time you saw that sketch? I, I it, was a YouTube, seen, it was a YouTube. It yeah. wasn't
1: watching the show. I, I don't it remember two when. Two days ago. That was really? When I
0: sent it to you, that was the first time I oh, ever. Oh wow! No, I've seen it. Not a long time ago. On. Yeah, but it's just so stupid. But it just it just works. Yeah, you have like a board deciding what's going to be in the sequel to Gremlins, and they're coming up with these ridiculous things, and they're all in the movie. Mm-hmm. That's what ends up in the movie. I also uh, just want to say, I think John Glover steals every scene he's in in Gremlins too. Yeah. Oh, I mean. Yeah, as Daniel Clamp, like it's it's such a big performance as a lot of people are giving in the movie, and it just works. And I love what I uh, called out to you is he's never like the villainous overlord dick. It's no, not he's just really aloof. Like that. He's he's aloof, but he like he wants his company to succeed and he's kind of on board with everything. He's like, Oh yeah, this is no, not the is, villain. Yeah, exactly. No. Which is which is what's good. He could be so he could be the blowhard I think, so easy. I
1: think uh, I think Robert Picardo, the head of security, yeah. is more of a villain than Clamp.
0: Yeah, but that's yeah, just because sure. he's doing
1: his job. Yeah, but yeah. Um, the movie's goofy enough, but I think Glover just adds a whole other aspect of goofiness to it. Yeah, because, and also I really like how everyone's—I don't want to say accepting to the Gremlins.
0: Well, that there's no like denial, like there is in the first one. That's what I'm talking about. Everyone, I mean, they're shocked when they see them. But well, there's also no, there's like, no what the time. Hell is this? I just yeah. think
1: there's John Dante just doesn't waste time. In yeah, this there's
0: movie. no time to like go and explain and. People be in denial about no, this can't be real. People see him and they're like, okay, well, because he are, bursts out of the control room, yeah, and just eats control the panel, yeah, it's the guy and punches, punches him, in the, the face. Punches him in, throws him across um, the room. And it was a hysterical. good right hook. I love that great right hook. Uh,
1: but yeah, and then I mean, the movie was already cooking after that, but I think right. like that's the moment where it just takes off,
0: yeah, and that's pretty early. I feel like it's not like too far into the oh, movie. Oh, no, this
1: movie has more gremlins than, than the other one, oh, yeah, obviously. yeah, a lot more,
0: a uh, lot more,
1: but I mean, I love like. Like I said, like and then Dick Miller gets quote unquote killed off in the first one. And then he has the yeah. moment in Gremlins 2 where he defeats the Bat. Gremlin. Which is great. That's his um, moment. It's yeah, his it's a big with moment. With cement and he yeah. turns into a
0: gargoyle, which mm-hmm. is just, I love And that. then he it's just keeps bait. getting better. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh,
1: because he, he's in it. Like once he realizes that he's not crazy. Yeah. He's just, he's in. Like he's uh, yeah. ready to help.
0: I love it. He's like, did you hear that? And then the person's <laughs> like, I heard it too, sweetie. Yeah, he realizes he's not crazy and then he goes back down in that secret passageway elevator to save the day oh i love it yeah, in the, they have
1: the twins in gremlins Two, who also played the warner brothers in looney tunes back in action yeah
0: and they are the um what's cool about that guy guy and guys in terminator 2 he's like getting the cup of coffee he's the cop yeah he's the cop and getting they use a both cup of them. coffee yes yep. in the hospital mm-hmm. and then you, you like
1: that's how they comes they go, they go around exactly around cgi
0: yeah yeah so it's not like we you may not that's just one guy playing a cop. We didn't know they were twins, but that's what oh, makes it play so well. Yeah. yeah. That's I mean, that's a great bit. They use them a lot, but you said you don't know if they ever looked more alike than they do in Grimm's They sound two. they sound it's exactly crazy. the same. They look like the well, same also person. they make
1: before he introduces them, Chris Lee makes a joke about cloning.
0: Oh and I then didn't they catch come that. in. Yeah, they come oh. in like right
1: after he mentions cloning and they pop in.
0: Oh, that's funny as hell. Yeah. 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 Chris Ferlee's so game in this. Like mm. so game. Apparently he just had a great time in his last day. You know, they like brought him a cake. I think it was something like his two hundredth movie. Wow, to us, and he was really apparently just overwhelmed and really moved that everyone. You know, people wanted autographs and stuff. It's like it's Christopher Lee, but someone that serious bringing their gravitas to a movie like Gremlins Two just makes it all the better. Yeah, no, he played it very
1: serious. Catheter. oh yeah, very played it very serious. Who was the guy? I said he played. We mentioned he played Tuco in Breaking Bad. He's in it too.
0: Yeah, yeah, that um, he's like a security guard. He's been in so much. Victor, let me. He played the the
1: the male the male guy yeah i like mean the mailman. so much yeah i love the special effects they use they kind of imitate it in the pool gremlins won the shot where stripe jumps into the pool yeah and then uh he has his nose plugged i'd love it yeah and then it's like the fog comes in and yep. it's it super green and they kind of do the same thing in the studio with marge yeah it gets super foggy right and they bring in all the lights and mm-hmm. it gets very like neon and just I just love the practical effects of just how, like, you're, they're not going to show what's going on. One, is cheaper. Right. And two, it just looks so much more ominous. It does. And it absolutely does. Yeah.
0: I, and Dante, yeah, huge fan of practical effects. I mean, he definitely started using CGI a little more later in his career. But, yeah, the practical effects are what really hook it into me. But that wide shot, when they're all
1: in the lobby of oh Gremlins 2, I don't know how...
0: Some of that has to be computer animated. It like, repeated? Yeah, it has to be, like, it, yeah, it has to just, be thousands There's thousands, Gremlins. yeah. So there has to be... Yeah, those definitely weren't all puppets. Like, I bet if we rewound it and watch, it's probably just all yeah, yeah. Um, but maybe a mix of practical and computer. Yeah, but no, it's just going back. I think I love the scenes when they're just all together in the lobby. Yes, there's just so much going on. There's some like and you can keep. I saw today. There's a guy on the counter, grandma on the counter, wasted, and he's like passed out, and someone and he's trying to pick up a beer and can. I never noticed that. It's hilarious. I mean, they bring back the flasher to phoebe yes Cates. yes which is really really funny she kicks him
1: yeah no it's just like the tiny again if you hadn't seen gremlins one you wouldn't get that joke right and it helps that every gremlin the, the main gremlins look different because everyone yeah. has a different personality right like there's a really stupid one there's the mafioso one that i think the stupid one's great or uh, what's,
0: what's the guy who just goes uh-huh what is it <laughs> yeah here's he the buck, the yeah. buck teeth buck one teeth. <laughs>
1: uh there's the one that's like he's on like he's on like a bunch of cocaine uh, the phrase with the with the eyes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just, but then, and obviously they, they reincarnate Stripe yes. in a way, because yes. that's like Gizmo's antagonist that right. he needs to right. face. Uh, but yeah, they really take time. And also you said Rick Baker really like...
0: Yeah, he was not on the first one, the ingenious makeup artist, Rick Baker, and they hired him for this. And I... Watching them back to back, you see a huge. I mean, it's also six years when technology is really advancing. But the way the gremlins move, or the you know even Gizmo moves in this one, we see him walk like that was all. Well, you talked about the scene when he's dancing. Yeah, they said that was the hardest scene to shoot when he's dancing for the twins and Christopher Lee, and you can see that that is like a computer effect. I I don't know the way they explain it, but it looked great because like, it, it does.
1: because yeah. most time you see like if you put if you lay two shots on top of each other, yeah. it's it crappy. Yes, I mean not crappy, but it looks noticeable. Very. I I wonder if. Because when Gizmo, Gizmo was dancing, the counter he was on was tall enough to cover his entire body. So he wasn't like oh. he wasn't bleeding into the
0: twins. Twi- to the twins. That, so that I wonder if it definitely. I know meant. Yeah. So yeah, that would help with the shot. Right, right. They would have. Yeah. Oh, good catch. Good catch. Yeah. yeah, that's very true. But no, it was it was good. Um, And even like just the gross stuff, like the shredder stuff or at the end when the water and the boils. Yeah, you see the Rick Baker. I also Miss. wonder, because
1: you mentioned Glover fighting that gremlin off with like one hand yeah. and, and controlling it with the other. I yeah. wonder how much control Christopher Lee had when he's holding on to Gizmo when he brings him back into the cage from the dancing. Because he grabs him and he yeah. holds him with two hands and Gizmo's moving around.
0: Maybe a little. It seems like he'd be too small to control. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe he had like his fingers in the back. But yeah, for some of those like front to front fights when someone's fighting a gremlin – yeah, they actually had their hands like in the puppet and were doing it at the same time. So they were effectively fighting themselves, which is kind of funny yeah. to think. But about. no,
1: anytime you see someone run across the screen with a gremlin on them, like oh, freaking God, out, it's so great. great. It's great. Uh, and also, I think I mentioned it to you um, because the whole like plot of the movie is to set the clocks, not the plot, but the yeah. way to kill them is to set the clocks forward three hours. Right. And then they're going to all gather in the lobby, drop the drape, and they're yep. all going to roast it with the sunlight. And then the storm comes. And then I am a huge fan about how. They just did, I mean, I don't know, the whole Chekhov's gun thing. Right. Because when they, when all the gremlins get different powers, they, one turns into electricity. Yes. (laughs) And then they lock him in the phone system on hold, which is great. Yeah. And then it obviously comes back later. um, And that's, the gremlins pretty much kill themselves. Right. Because, which is, I think, because the dumbest idea you could do in a gremlins movie, to me, is cover them all with water. Yeah. Because that's like your you're killing yourself. Right, exactly. Even Futterman says it. He's yeah. like, I hope you
0: know what you're doing because this yep. is
1: crazy. Yep. And then he does it and then he releases the electric run one and he roasts.
0: I love it. Yeah, and he roasts them all and it works. It's like a real, I think they were all proud of that that they like got to that conclusion When all right, this this makes sense. We no, and it's this. the most yeah.
1: ridiculous way to do it. Oh I God, think so. Great. Oh, yeah. But yeah. It's, it's just so unique because you yeah. can obviously, the sunlight works and they did it in the first one with right. Stripe. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, I just love how they roast all of them
0: simultaneously i love clamp coming in he's like head a swat all of a sudden and They and slips like, be like well they know they
1: barge <laughs> in that one door it's locked barge in the second door it's yeah locked, yeah they, they come in and yeah. he fucking slips and his shotgun goes off yeah
0: and oh it's my so god stupid it but is yeah stupid. You, but
1: it's just and then he what is to dean norris you mentioned norris yeah he's
0: i mean we have a few breaking bad people D- young dean norris yeah i mean he was it's one of the earliest roles i've seen from him he has one line move one sir line. move sir <laughs> and whatever he got paid
1: uh but like i said like that ending is like a very pretty, like Futterman, but he gets what he wants, but Prosky gets what he wants. Yeah. Uh, Marla gets what she wants. Pelzer gets what he wants. Everyone. Clamp. Everyone gets what they want. Uh-huh. Everyone gets what they want. Mm-hmm. Um in and, uh, and Dante trumped that at the end of Small Soldiers. We're gonna go to that.
0: Let's do it. Let's do it. I love the end of that movie. Cause I love everyone
1: it. he just Dennis Leary just lands in his helicopter <laughs> and just writes people checks.
0: <laughs> yeah, we don't get to see the amount, so it's a thing where they're like. Yeah, there's so much damage. to it. There's no amount of money. Click the check prints out right there, and then he hands it to him, and they're like, "Oh, okay." Dick, wow. Miller, Dick Miller goes, "Whoa, whoa!" <laughs> it's just, uh, yeah. Phil Hartman's last movie. Who apparently Phil Hartman was just like the best to work with. Like Is there a commentary for that movie? Him. For Small Soldiers, I don't know. I don't own it. I Dante seems like he you know puts a lot of work into his Blu-rays. I'll I'll look it up. I, I love Small Soldiers. I do too. It's, I do too. I watched that one a lot as a kid. Yep. Tommy Lee Jones' his voice is great. I love that
1: movie. Yeah, uh, Kirsten Dunst is great.
0: Yeah, I forgot she was in it when really? I rewatched it. Yeah, I didn't remember.
1: I mean, Dennis, not Dennis. Larry's fun. Jay Moore and David Cross are good. Uh, the kids are great. Yeah, I mean, they we, are. I mean, Dante's really good with the kids. Uh, That's important to mention. Like we yeah. mentioned, the main kid in the whole, he's just not. He's not good. No offense to his career.
0: Yeah, the main kid isn't good, but his younger brother is good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that li- the little kid is. So good. is the girl. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Dante's very good with the kids.
0: But he also Explorers got very lucky. young Ethan Hawk. Yeah. Baby Ethan Hawk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um He did get lucky, yeah.
1: No, but yeah, Small Soldiers, uh, yeah, and Frank Frank uh
0: Lingella. Lingella yeah, as
1: great as Archer. He is. Uh I, the whole concept of small soldiers is just so silly. Where I toys just, come to life and toys fight. Toys come to life and fight. Yeah. And it's obviously like and also it's it's a nice twist because the toys you think would be the good guys and the bad guys.
0: Right. Right. Uh, G.I. Joes and stuff like that, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Then, and
1: again. I mean, I know Tommy Lee Jones has a history of being terrible to work with. Right. But I mean, I wonder how much easier he may have been in the booth recording.
0: Probably a little bit. I mean, you know, you're in there for a couple of days and I, they make you sometimes do stuff a bunch of different yeah. ways. I, I don't know. I just feel like, because you get paid well, when you look at like the amount of work and the lines are right there in front of you, yeah. it's not like you have to memorize no. them. And it's a really fat paycheck for a little bit of time. Oh so. yeah.
1: And also like, I just love the practical effects of Small Soldiers, but that's also oh, yeah. when he started yeah. doing a lot of CGI too. Yes. That's
0: when he starts blending um, it in. Yeah. But
1: I think it. Works for most of the shots. There's some shots at the end when they're all like running up the lawn. Yeah, and that's yeah. obviously all CGI. And I think right. it's far enough away and dark enough where it's uh-huh. getting, you get away with it. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, like there's the scene in Small Soldiers when they're like when they're having when they're chasing them on the moped. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, and yeah. they all like link up. That's all practical. Yeah, like, all the trees link up. I love that. Yeah, yeah. And then it's just and then they're like they're blowing up trees and telephone poles. And I was like, what is going on?
0: I'm, I love that movie.
1: Yeah. Um. And then Phil Mo- Phil Hartman is the best line in the whole movie.
0: Say it. Say it for us. I think World War II was my favorite war. <laughs> <It's> just so- <laughs> you told me you were like Phil Hartman has the best line in the movie, and then <laughs> I was like five minutes away from it. And I got there and texted you back, and I was uh, like, "It's got to be this." Uh, oh, it's so funny. I also
1: love how they they transform, they frangassign all the Barbies. Yeah, are not Barbies in it, but the right, Barbie-esque Barbie yeah. dolls. Yeah, it just sucks. That, Phil, that was Phil Hartman's last movie, but no, yeah. it's a good Dante. It's it, it is because I think what is it? I small obviously whenever he like because the whole has it a little bit with the clown. Yeah, uh, Looney Tunes doesn't really have any practical.
0: No, because they're, you know, they're contents, animated. Yeah, right. right.
1: But yeah, he, you can just really tell Dante loves practical and like that, like does even like uh, I thought the Gorgonites were just really well done.
0: Yeah. Because they're small soldiers. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah they're just, so good. That's part of the practical effects and sticking to that again. That's just all tied to like the old Hollywood studio system. Like, and I think gonna work it just in was here small like soldiers. This pg-13 i think it's just pg I'll it gets look, violent but it does, it does they're, but I he's think like, because he's like they're shooting toys. that kid
1: with like the little skewers yeah the leg yeah. um but obviously like <laughs> tiny stuff well it's funny because a lot of the like the the weapons they use in small soldiers were kind of like parodying the weapons that they would use in gremlins oh. in a sense kind of because like they have like the you shoot like the they have the razor blades and stuff, oh right the, right the saw that. blades yeah um they're in gremlins one yep but uh a lot of repeat stuff but yeah small soldiers is a lot of fun
0: I mean, pretty much every movie he's made is fun. Piranha's fun. Even parts of the howling are fun. Like, I, the I, howling
1: is darker than I thought it was. I it remember is. It it's be. a dark movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, can we talk about how Timothy Dalton was in Looney Tunes?
0: Oh, God. He's great. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's clearly playing a send-up of his James Bond character. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's only in two movies. But I love just... The image of Brendan Fraser being Timothy Dalton's son. Yeah. It was just great. And yeah. We, no, that was, that was a great a surprise. Oh yeah. And we yeah. talked
1: about, well, we, like you mentioned it earlier in the very first shot of Gremlins 2 was Daffy trying to take over and make it his movie. Yeah. And that is literally the entire plot of Looney Tunes Back in Action. Yes, exactly. Where it's Daffy Duck whining his own movie. And in fact, Looney Tunes Back in Action is Daffy's movie. Yeah. Because Daffy saved, he, he saves the day.
0: And that's the bit, is that like, yeah, he doesn't like yeah. really accept it like it was his movie. Yeah. In a way, in a
1: roundabout way, Dante turned a quick couple minute bit in Gremlins 2 into a whole
0: movie. Into a movie. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. Back in Action is hilarious. It's so good. I did not remember that he directed that, honestly. I, for, I had forgotten. Until you know, I was researching. Well, they were also they ago. said
1: they wanted to like jump on the coattails of Space Jam, yeah, and obviously it yeah. did not. They tried. didn't,
0: yeah. I think I mean, they even have like Michael Jordan in there for a second, and I think it's from Space Jam, yeah, they, I think he's that's not Space actually Jam, him, right? I think that's Space but it Jam was, I, did, I forgot that cameo was that's funny, so did I. It is funny, it is, but I'm pretty sure there was sure. someone,
1: didn't he unzip to be someone else too, yeah, Dalton a
0: few times, Dalton, and then <laughs> MJ Michael like, Jordan, might have Michael been Jordan, world. yeah, he does like he does a few, it's great, it's great.
1: Looney Tune surprised me. Because, again, I, I don't know if I'd ever seen it.
0: Until when? When I just watched it. Like recently? Like yeah, a when years. I
1: watched it for this pod. Oh,
0: really? I don't think so. Oh, I thought you were like a fan of it. I don't know why. I, I think I saw parts I knew of, it most of it when it came out, but I did not remember. It. I like, don't
1: think I – if I did, I didn't remember. I, knew, I didn't I remember Brendan Yeah, I
0: didn't I knew Brendan
1: Fraser punches, him, punches himself in the face. Which is a great moment. Which is oh, great. God, very so last funny. action hero.
0: Very, very. Ugh. Another one. Oh, Another God. movie with Krosky. Yep, absolutely. As a theater (laughs) owner, yeah, with the golden ticket. Uh,
1: yeah, no, I just really back in action doesn't give a lot of credit. I mean, it's not great. Yeah, it's but it's for a movie that I think it works better for people our age because we grew up with that stuff. And Mm -hmm. I will never probably ever watch Space Jam again. The first one, I never need to watch Space Jam. Right. Uh, I don't know if I'll ever watch Back in Action again, Uh but I I would. I can see myself rewatching Back in Action over Space Space Jam. Jam. Yeah. Plus, it's like you has Academy Award winner. Brendan Fraser,
0: damn right. <laughs> talk about gravitas. <laughs> what does Space Jam have? Academy Award nominee Bill Murray, oh, wow. loser, uh,
1: <laughs> and it's got Newman. Uh,
0: yes, I'm yes.
1: But no, Back in Action is really good. Um, Explorers, I don't. I've only seen once. I don't really remember it.
0: Yes, yeah, but they, it's. Yeah.
1: But again, you talked about it. Was it was Dante never wanted to end it that way.
0: Yeah, and I didn't even so. I was going through all of his work in order. I had never seen Explorers. So when I was watching all of his work like year, year and a half ago, I got to that. That one blew me away. That was one where when it finished, I think I rented it like on YouTube or something. I had purchased the Blu-ray and then the Blu-ray came and I watched that. And then I started digging digging into this history about how mm-hmm. Dante was so upset because they wouldn't, basically wouldn't let him like film the third act and the plug just like got pulled, which is why Inner Space is made very shortly thereafter. And they gave him like, more money and he had i don't know if he had final cut but he got to express his full vision but do you Explorers remember how like it was not, supposed to end or no no i just think there was supposed to be more i don't even know if i knew like how it's supposed to end i mean i just, like
1: the end of it so do i because yeah. it, it just yeah just the
0: it's one of those things where like i did not have a problem with it while i was watching it and then you research it this happens sometimes with movies and like everyone involved with it is unhappy with it and i'm like and really? rivers
1: in it is a river and yeah, the Ethan Hawke, River
0: Phoenix. It is. Yeah, it is good. Yeah, Dick Miller. Uh, James he plays, Cromwell. Who plays the third kid? Jason Presson. Don't know who that is. For some
1: reason, I thought it was Jerry O'Connell. I'm getting my Stand By
0: Me. You are. You're getting, little, you're getting mixed little, up here. Stand By Me-ish. He was so fat in Stand By Me. He was so fat in Stand By uh, Me. I love that movie. <laughs> no, Explorers, and
1: like the practical costumes of those aliens are great. Yeah, yeah. Um, And like the the guy alien just talks in TV quotes.
0: Which is so funny. Yeah, it's like the only way they know how to communicate. Yeah,
1: Uh. I wish I had rewatched Innerspace for
0: her. Yeah, I, I did not have time to rewatch Space, but the, I the was The most so iconic surprised. scene
1: in Innerspace for me is when he's shifting faces in front of the mirror. Oh, yeah. Those practical yeah. effects are great.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you're going to be entertained when you watch all these movies. I don't know. Like, are they all grade A plus masterpieces? No. no, but that's not the point. The point is to entertain you, have these gags. It's like, I
1: mean, that's that's how I felt about The whole. Like, I'm not going to have yeah. to watch The whole. Like, right. Bruce Dern's scene, Great.
0: Great. Right. I mean,
1: it's just him yelling as an old man. Yeah. But the yeah. lighting, like the the lighting in the pole was good. It was. It well, was. Like the the whole scene of Bruce Stern's room is just lit by tons of Practical light bulbs. Light bulbs yeah. yeah. That start exploding, uh, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. And yeah. it's just a cool way to light a scene. Yeah, it is. Uh, even the Christmas lights in the basement. Of the
0: whole right. It adds some depth to it. I that's when I definitely got ET vibes. It just yeah. looked like you know panning uh, across. Yeah.
1: I mean, Stranger Things did a lot of Christmas light stuff in the first Yeah, season, so. I think
0: Stranger Things owes a lot to Joe Dante, Steven Spielberg. I think they would be uh admit that as well. Yeah.
1: I mean, Dante, like I said, when I to bring it back full circle, it's like when I saw his QA for Gremlins 2, it's just oh, he's God. he's just you can just tell he's a very chill guy. Yeah, just his voice is varied, is calm. Uh I don't know if that was because he's sick of talking about Gremlins. No, <laughs>
0: I, I mean, I've, I don't listen to, I haven't listened to every episode of his podcast because it's a, it's called a, the movies that made us where he and his co-host will usually interview someone famous about like their favorite movies, you know, and they'll just, uh, that's it. and they'll just talk about it. That's his and voice the, tone. Yeah. And that, that's just how he talks uh, the, that exact tone. And I love him. Yeah. So soothing. So the, the only thing I have to say about Joe Dante is that I wish he, I, I love this filmography, but I do wish that he made more in the back half of his career, like post, Back in action, maybe, maybe, which was 20 years ago at this point. That's 20 years ago, and he's done two movies since. I mean, if, again, if we're I'm going, by, if we're going
1: by him not making movies because Dick Miller's dead, well, that's then, fine. Yeah, on it. yeah. But I will say, It's <laughs> so dark if that's true. It's so sad. I will say, me being like a, a Joe Dante fan, I wish he would do one more just to make it better than burying the X,
0: which wouldn't be hard but no, uh, you know every not, day no he could, not could, hard but imagine if he did a movie another one and it's like you know it's not some big thing they give him like 15 20 million and it's just practical effects whatever the story is he's just care. using practical i think that'd be great he's like yeah i see all you using cgi i think he's
1: late 70s i think he's he's not like I mean, super i mean he's old but not
0: He's super. 76 yeah, yeah he's 76. not super old no he could uh, you know do and one more and maybe he doesn't want to maybe, maybe he's the podcast and cash in his residuals Yeah, i mean he's, he still he's works
1: he's the ep on the the gizmo yeah like still, show coming right, out right so he's still making stuff yeah he's still, still making he's money a few tv
0: uh, episodes yeah he works he works but no
1: just i mean let's just be thankful for the stuff he's given
0: that's us. what i always <laughs> but, say um, i always say but it's no, such a sp- there's no movie in his filmography where i'm like that feels weird he did that one they all feel like joe dante movies. yeah yeah yeah
1: i just i really wish you would have gotten the phantom from him
0: uh, <laughs> oh, and i love man, the Phantom. i love the phantom.
1: uh i mean it's so bad good but uh yeah yeah Every, every Christmas when I watch Gremlins one, I'm right. always like, why am I not watching Gremlins two? Yep. Uh, but to me, it's just, I'm really glad that Joe Dante came in, not giving a fuck yeah. about Gremlins two. That's, that's and, one of the best
0: qualities about and it. And that's
1: why it works. And may I say at the end of the movie with robert picardo yes uh he when he's at the end with that chick gremlin i uh-huh. told you at the end i'm like he oh, well. fucks that Gremlin. oh of course of course <laughs> of course that's his whole, that's, and that's just, gremlins it's, three it's, it's just <laughs> so
0: stupid oh it's so stupid um, they, they are setting it up they're like this is yeah this uh, is, it's going down but
1: it's <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: a funny concept
1: uh it is but it's just you can just tell like like again picardo's worked with them in so many movies yeah it's one of those, I think, if, if you get a call from Joe Dante, you're going to say yes. Yeah, you just show I up. I don't even know the, the role. Right. Like I doubt Picardo even knew the role. I mean, I'm guessing. Right. He probably didn't even know the role, what, he's, what he was going to do.
0: Yeah, you just and said, he's said like, yes. It's Joe, I'll do it. I'll do it.
1: Uh, I feel like, is it one of those movies where Gremlins 2 just like, does it keep getting more mainstream every year? Is that- it?
0: it it's cult status gets bigger and bigger every year. Well, it's like more hot. Yeah, there are more of us, I feel like, every year. And people, you know, it's, it's kind of like the people who know, know. If there's people who saw this- episode and they're like why is this podcast talking about gremlins 2 it's like because we're super fans and it. it's we're also, we are part of the cult community for gremlins 2 it yeah. is
1: it is we're going to tie into one of your favorite movies Uh-oh. it is one of there's a scene in scream 2 boom when they're talking about how sequels are better than the first one
0: no sequels are worse that well, well, well they, that's they don't the talk argument. about
1: they don't mention gremlins 2 no they don't
0: in and that they scene they should and they should they yeah. mention like t2 godfather, godfather 2, 2. Later, he mentions Empire. Part of a trilogy doesn't count. Yeah, I mean, you got to mention Gremlins 2. They mentioned House 2, the second story. And there story is no third too. Gremlins movie. Exactly. So it would be
1: the perfect movie to mention in that scene. Yeah. Uh, Bullshit. They <laughs> fucked it up. Fucked it up. Come on, Jamie Kennedy. You were a movie yeah. buff in that movie. God. You fuck it up. You but yeah, up. Uh, Gremlins 2, to me personally, is one of the very few instances where it's better than the first one.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. And it just is. I, but yeah, I think
1: that's because you make fun of it. It makes fun mm-hmm, of it. Mm-hmm. And that's also, we're going to keep going about your, one of your favorite movies. That's why I think Scream 2 is also in ways better than Scream 1
0: because mm-hmm. it just makes fun of it. It does. It circles back and is poking fun at it, which I always appreciate. And if you,
1: and if you can play off the word, you know, meta, Gremlins meta. Uh, 2 is very meta. Yeah. And it just and I think when you don't take yourself seriously, it just works so much better. Oh, that's the whole it's, point. Yeah.
0: Just uh, have fun with it.
1: From minute one to the end of Gremlins 2, it's just it's just so stupid.
0: So stupid. It's so fun. So intentional.
1: And I think like, you know, and movies today either have a big message or they're just comic books. Yeah. And uh, again, I like those movies, but it's just Gremlins 2. It's just you don't even have to like pay attention to it. You can come in and out of it. Yeah. It's It's just just it's a goofy. Yeah. It's a goofy romp. And I love it every time.
0: Yeah. Goofy romp satire. I love it every (laughs) time. I think that's a good enough place to end the Gremlins 2 Dante discussion. Unless, you know, we're going to move to What Are You Watching? Unless you have a What Are You Watching? by Joe Dante. I'll go, you can go last, I'll go first. Okay, go first. My What Are You Watching, I have it right here, was Matinee. I I was gonna like do, talk about it a little more, but then you opened it up, so that's great. Oh, wow, I would love people to go see that. It was the movie he made after Gremlins 2. It was, Gremlins 2 was 1990, Matinee was 93. Same writer, Charles S. Haas wrote Gremlins 2 and Matinee. Really? Yeah, and you know, we already talked about it uh, enough, but that is (sighs) my favorite joe dante movie is gremlins 2 it just has to be but then number two is matinee well did we, sure. did
1: we talk about how and this is a quick sidebar uh how dante w- would cast writers in his movies for bit parts
0: yeah tra- the writer charlie just to, s haas because it was in. too much
1: money to have the writer on set
0: exactly this is a great point yet yeah, charlie s haas has a cameo in gremlins 2 so that they could pay him to have him on set like Cause as Because it was actor. cheaper it was as an cheaper. actor than a
1: writer. Exactly. And he would exactly. just bounce script ideas off him all And day. that
0: is an old Hollywood trick. That's mm-hmm. just a trick that you would do. It's so genius. Yeah. But matinee, I'm glad you brought, brought it up. I'm glad we talked about it more. But I love that movie. Matinee and Gremlins 2 are my top Dante's. Do you have any, what are you watching, recommendations? Well, I don't, Anything. I don't watch a lot of movies, as you know. Which I know.
1: Is, but I know a lot about movies. Sure. Uh, I just watched it for the first time a few weeks ago. Yes. I texted you about it. The Green Mile.
0: Oh, yeah. We had a nice conversation Great about that. movie. Good call. Yeah, this is one of Nick's favorites. That's right. So this is good to talk about. What, okay, first, what made you just want to watch it? I don't know. Okay. I,
1: first, I don't, I feel like for a few months, I think it's even in my phone notes. It's like, watch The Green Mile. I don't know what put it in there. Mm-hmm. I know I did. Well, yeah. But I don't know what caused me to put it in there. Yeah. I don't know what, but I don't know if it was like a Mark Clark, Mike Clark Duncan plug that I mm-hmm. saw somewhere and I wanted to watch it. I don't know. Yeah. And- I had never seen it. They, when they bring Mike Clark Duncan to the house to heal the warden's wife, spoiler oh. from That's that, really I know bad. it's not. Yeah. I just like saying spoiler. 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 From that moment on until the end of the movie, I was a mess.
0: Yeah. I Fine. just,
1: I was just, I was like trying to keep it together in when he's in the house healing the wife. Yep. And from that until the end, I'm like, oh, this movie's just going to keep getting sadder, mm-hmm. more sad and more sad, or sadder and sadder and more. More emotionally heavy. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just not going to try. And yeah, then I just, just I was just a mess the whole
0: third of the last of the movie. It was, <sighs> but it's so good. It is good. That is one I have not seen in a while. I mean, I own it. I watched it a bunch as a kid, but yeah, it, it's good. Everything about it is good. Darren
1: Bont does really well with Stephen King prison movies.
0: He does. Yeah. <laughs> He's two for two. <laughs> well, and just, you know, Stephen, King. I mean, The Mist is Stephen King as well. Ugh. And that's a fucking great movie. I, I love that movie. Great. The Mist is great. Yes, yeah, But Darren I remember when we were talking about The Green Mile, I said, because it's like, Three hours and nine minutes, and in 1999 that was long. like okay, I mean, that was part of the marketing, the press, like we know everyone, like it's a long one, but just like go to the bathroom first, come to the movies, we really want you to support that, and you know now in 2023, like every movies' three hours but it's, 10 it's, minutes.
1: it's it's hysterical it is Mike Clark Duncan's best role, yeah he's yeah, ever he was nominated
0: done. for it, yeah God. yeah. Oh uh, my god, that's so him. It's so sad. How I know, young, we lost him. He uh, was 12, 13.
1: But geez. I mean, like I said, Sam Rockwell's breakout role. Yep, yep. Uh, no, I loved it. And you also, you just hate the dude that plays Percy. Yeah, right, when you see him. Yeah, you're oh, like, this you guy's great. hate him. But yeah. it's just, uh, and it has the other Tom Hanks' right hand man. We've talked about the David car- Morris. I love actor. David Morris. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, Green Mile. If you've never heard of it or seen it, <laughs> you should watch it. I think it came out a couple
0: weeks ago. Couple weeks yeah. because you saw it a couple weeks ago. That's it came out to you a couple weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> also a bit of trivia. Google the actor who played Percy. For you know he's a shithead in real life as he was in that movie. That's all I'll say on that. Method. Method. Oh yeah, very method. oh this is a lot of fun. Thank you for doing this Joe Dante talk with me. Greblitz two talk. It's a lot of fun to watch it with you. Oh, we it was did great. that Right before we put it on. It Thank hysterical. you for having me. Oh, of course, of course. Let. Us know what you think of Dan's performance or of Greblins too of Joe Dante at WAYW underscore podcast. It's on Instagram, Twitter, Letterboxed. I love you, Nick. Oh, that's very nice. He'll love to hear that. Do you have anything you want to plug? Do you want people to find you online or no? I, I mean, they can, they can find you on Twitter when yeah, I tag they can, you in these. Yeah, yeah. If
1: I, I don't ever use my Twitter, but I know, you know, they'll, your IG. they'll find me You're I'm out more, there. More of an Instagram kind of guy. Yeah. 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 I'm not into any of it. I don't give a <laughs> shit. I don't, I don't. I just
0: use it for to promote the pod. That's it. Thank you so much, Dan Bracey. We love you, Nick. Thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. W-A-Y-W underscore podcast. And as always, thank you for listening and happy watching. Hey everyone, thanks again for listening. You can watch my films and read my movie blog at alexwithrow.com. NicholasDostal.com is where you can find all of Nick's film work. Send us mailbag questions at what are you watching podcast at gmail.com. Or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at wayw underscore podcast. We've been talking about this one for years, and next time Nick and I are going to do a commentary for Steven Soderbergh's Oceans 12. So excited to do this one and so excited to share it. Stay tuned. Oh everybody's dancing, trucking, trucking, everybody's swingin', fucking, fucking, truckin', truckin', Truck fucking, fucking, everybody's doing, doing it now. now. Yeah, you can see them dancing, trucking, trucking. You can see them swinging, fuckin', fucking, trucking, trucking, fucking, fuckin'. Everybody's yeah. doing it now. Real loud <laughs> and burglar home street. You can hear those dancing being, see the people everywhere they go Everybody swing it, fucking bucket, bucket Trucking, trucking, fucking, fucking Everybody's doing it now Everybody's doing it now